Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Solutions with host Mary Lee, the show that combines prayer, passion, power, and purpose to create your miracle heart and mindset. Mary is an international radio talk show host, author of the popular book, A Pocket Full of Prayers, A Heart Full of Hope, and a faith-based intuitive. For over 20 years, Mary has shared her intuitive guidance with clients from all over the world and from all walks of life. Hello, and thank you for joining me today as we explore and talk about our friendship with God. I'd like to start out with a a prayer, as we always do before we start our conversations here. Dear God, I don't know all of the challenges my friends have, but you know everything. I hear their silence. You hear their prayers. I see their laughter. You see their tears. I see when they give. You see what's been taken from them. I see their beautiful appearance. You see the scars in their soul. I experience their faith. You know their doubts. My prayer for them, God, is that you hear every single prayer and meet them at their need. In Jesus' name, amen. That's a a beautiful prayer to pray for our friends because we really don't know exactly what's going on within their hearts, what they're carrying around as a burden, what is bothering them at any given moment. There are friendships, of course, where we we talk to each other and we talk about the things that bother us and the things that are important. We talk about family and other friendships. But God really knows, truly, deep, deep down inside. I once went to uh, a talk by Norman Vincent Peale. Norman Vincent Peale wrote a book that's still out there and very powerful called The The Power of Positive Thinking. And he came out on the stage in this very boisterous voice and he yelled across the theater, Who is your best friend? And I right away, my mind went to, well, probably God, Jesus, you know, of course. And he said it out again, who is your best friend? And the crowd was silent. And he said, the person who brings out the best in you. And I thought, wow, that is a friend. That is someone who can bring out the best in me. And God has given us a lot of friends in the form of angels that do walk among us, that come to our aid when we need them, that can sing and dance with us and remember all the joy and love of beautiful memories, especially when we're feeling down. And in the Bible, in John 15, 13, greater love has no one than this that one lay down his life for his friends. So many times we have actually seen 
those heroes that have laid down, actually laid down their life for us. And other friendships that go beyond what is necessary or normal because there's such a great love for us that these friends have. And I ask the question, question, why is it important? You know, what is the most important reason for your friendship with God? Because we know God is seeking an intimate heart-to-heart relationship with us. And my answer was Jeremiah 29 11, when God says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And I thought, how important of a reason is that for friendship with God other than forgiveness and and all those other beautiful aspects. But to have a friend that really knows the plans they have for me, plans to prosper me, never to harm me, plans to give me hope and a future, I thought that is to me a pretty important reason for my friendship with God. And I was looking through uh, one of uh, the books written by Neil Donald Walsh, and it's entitled Friendship with God, an Uncommon Dialogue. And he, as you know, all know, wrote conversa- Conversations with God. And here God is talking to him. And it goes like this. And God says, if you and I are to have a true friendship, a working friendship, and not just a friendship in theory, that's important. Let's stop here and make that distinction because that's an important distinction. Many people think that God is their friend, but they don't know how to use that friendship. They see it as a distant relationship, not a close one. Many more people do not even think of me as a friend at all. That's the sad part of it. Many people think of me as a a parent, not a friend, and a harsh, cruel, demanding, angry parent at that. A father who will not tolerate anything, absolutely no failure in certain areas, such as even how to worship me. In the minds of some of these people, I not only demand their worship, I demand it in a specific way. It is not enough that you come to me, you must come to me by a particular path. So you should come to me by another path, any other path, I will reject your love and ignore you and condemn you. Even though my search for you was sincere, my intent pure, and my understandings the best I could reach. Even though, yes, even though in the minds of some of these people, I am a stringent parent who will accept nothing less than absolute correctness in your understandings of who I am. If you are not correct in the understandings at which you have arrived, I will punish you. You can be as pure in your intent as possible. You can be so filled with love for me that you overflow but I will cast you into the fires of hell nonetheless. 
it is sad that so many people see you that way. This is not how a friend would behave at all. God replies, no, it is not. And so the very idea of having a friendship with God, the kind of relationship you have with your best friend, who will accept anything given in love, forgive everything done in error, that kind of friendship is unfathomable to them. Then among those who do see me as their friend, you are right. Most of them hold me at a great distance. They do not have a working friendship with me. It is rather a very distant relationship that they hope they can count on if they should ever have to. But it's not the day-to-day, hour-to-hour, minute-to-minute friendship that it could be, that I wish it were. And you are starting to tell me what it would take to have that kind of friendship with you? And God replies, a change of mind and a change of heart. That is what it would take, a change of mind and a change of heart and courage. Courage? Yes. The courage to reject every notion, every idea, every teaching of a God who would reject you. This would take enormous bravery because the world has contrived to fill our heads with those notions and ideas and teachings. You will have to adopt a new thought about all this, a thought that runs counter to virtually everything you've ever been told or heard about me. That might be tough. For some, that would be very tough. But it will be necessary because you can't have a friendship Not a real, not a close, not a working, give-and-take friendship with someone you fear. So a big part of forging a friendship with God is forgetting our fear about God. That's exactly what you had with me all these years. You had a fearship with God. I know I was explaining that at the outset. From the time I was a little boy, I was taught to be afraid of God, and afraid of God I was. Even when I slipped out of it, I got talked back into it. Finally, Neil says, when I was 19, I rejected the God of anger of my youth, yet I did not by replacing that God with a God of love, but by rejecting God altogether. You, God, were simply not part of my life. At age of 14, five years later, all I could think about was God. I thought the best way to avoid the anger of God was to make God love me. I had dreams of going even into the priesthood. Everyone thought I was going to be a priest. Then as I entered my last year of elementary school, my father put a stop to it. But here is where Neil Diamond Walsh talks about how important it is to get out of the fearship with God and start a discussion about how to have a friendship with God 
And I wonder how many of us really, really think about what it means to have that personal understanding and relationship with God and not just not just call out to God when something is going so wrong in our lives, when somebody's ill or when someone has just passed away or if you're falling on hard financial times. Of course God will be there for us because God does love us beyond all we could ever ask for and imagine. But imagine having that everyday conversation with God as your friend, sitting down with God as your friend, having your first cup of coffee in the morning and having a conversation with God rather than putting on the news and getting all the headlines that have been less than happy. But pouring a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and saying, God, what can I do for you today? How can I be my very best in your eyes? I'm so thankful for my friendship with you. These are the the things and the, the highlights. I want you for a moment to think about your best friend. Some of us are very fortunate to have our spouse as our best friend or a daughter, or a son. You always hear that a lot. My mom is my best friend, which is a beautiful relationship. But think about your best friend. And then think about having that same beautiful, loving relationship with God who loves you beyond measure. I came across this poem, and I actually printed it out and put it in a frame, and it hangs in my my home. I don't know who to attribute it to because I don't have a, a signature on it. No one signed it. I don't know who the author is. But I remember when I read it, I thought how true, how true this was when I was going through less than happy times or making a decision in my life that should I go left, should I go right? What's that crossroad? What is up beyond what I could see that God says, I know the plans I have for you to give you hope and a future. And I thought, gosh, hope does create our future without it. We are so devoid of so many opportunities. But having hope creates a God-filled future. When the hope comes down directly from God. So when I read this poem, I think it was in a book. I, I don't remember. But if anybody out there does know, go to my Facebook page. And let me know who the author is, because it speaks so deeply to to some of the things that maybe a lot of you are going through right in the moment, and who to turn to, who better to turn to than your friend God. 
So the title of this poem is My Friend God, and this is how it goes. A very large part of what I am and what I can hope to be can be found in the fact that you are here and in the lessons that you've taught me. You've taught me to listen. you taught me to care. you taught me to laugh and to love and to share. You taught me I'm never defeated till I give up and no longer try. You taught me to know that one man's joy is another man's reason to cry. You taught me that no one is perfect, that no one always wins, that some people fall short sometimes and everybody sins. You taught me that you are always here, that you care when I feel pain. You taught me that there within every loss lies the seed of a much greater gain. I remember the day I first reached out to you and I felt my torment end. I will always be grateful, always give thanks to you, my God, my friend. Very beautifully written and I remember this so well at so many times when I reached out to God and I did feel that emotional or physical torment end. And I am always grateful and I always want to give thanks to God, my friend. And it's true, none of us are perfect and everybody does fall short and we all kind of sin now and then, right? But you know, when God sits down and teaches you to listen, helps us to understand about caring for others, reminding us to laugh and to love and to share, these are some of the beautiful lessons of a friendship with God. These are some of the things that are the hallmark of a beautiful relationship with God. So, you know, we we think about that and we think about faith and friendship. What a beautiful blend, a beautiful combination. And we think about how God has given us actually guardian angels to watch over us, to help us, to guide us along the way. What a beautiful gift from a friend. We are privileged to enjoy friendship with God. And it's so important that we know it is a privilege. And it's free and open to all of us. Abraham, pretty sure it was Abraham, was called a friend of God's. How wonderful to be called a friend of God. God doesn't view us as separate from him. He doesn't expect us to come to him perfect. God accepts us just the way we are at the moment we turn to him. You know,
know we have a friendship with God. You know, friendships take time, and friendship with God is not an exception. Not an exception. It's built over time as we gain a lot more trust, as we throw away the old stories and concept, as Neil Diamond Walsh says, it's not about a fear relationship. God isn't there ready to condemn us. He's there to help us, especially in times when we're sad or in grief. God reaches out a hand, especially if we're available to reach up and hold God's hand. It's about showing hospitality to people. I think uh, there's somewhere in the Bible where they said, be hospital to strangers because you never know when an angel is standing at your door. That's also a sign of friendship. So it's important that a friendship with God will cost you, and I mean cost you in time well spent, cost you as an investment in love. What a beautiful way to invest in a friendship, especially when it's a a friendship with God. So today um, we think about that. We think about this poem, My Friend God, and we think about how important it is to share that relationship, sharing your soul with God, to have that. You know, schedule some devotional time with God. Well, I said you get up, you have a conversation, you talk, you have your coffee, you talk about your day, what you're doing, but also talk about what God might want from you or expect in a good, healthy, wonderful way, an expectation of love. There's a lot of people set time especially uh, for God and they choose to do a meditation and focus on God where they can just sit and close their eyes and in deep prayer calling in the angels, calling in God, glorifying God, being present in the moment with God, understanding that this devotional time is building a deeper, lasting, eternal relationship with their God. So meditation is a great way to get centered, And say, God, I'm here. I'm available. Speak to me, for I am listening. I want to learn from you, my best friend. I hope this has been helpful to you and that you've enjoyed uh, talking about a friendship with God. And remember, God is seeking an intimate heart-to-heart relationship with you. So uh, at this 
Merry Christmas season, perhaps invite God in as a gift to you, but also a gift to God. You can find me on my uh, Facebook page, Pocket Full of Prayers or Heart Full of Hope, website globalhealing-soul-utions.com. And it's great to have uh, not only a relationship with God, but a relationship with my listeners. So please go to Facebook and comment. I'd love to get to know you all. And thank you so much for listening. Remember to trust in the Lord with all your heart and leave the rest to him. Have a blessed and beautiful day. Bye.